Welcome to Mystic Musings with Toby Hewitt. I'm Toby Hewitt, and I'm your guide through time and space and all points in between. Mystic Musings will give you insight into who you are, why you are here, how to live an authentic life, and where you fit into the universe around you. Join me on this path of mystical exploration. Welcome to Episode 17 of Mystic Musings with Toby Hewitt. This week, we will start our examination of crystals and their uses as we continue our mystic journey. What is a crystal? Well, from Dictionary.com, I found, one, a clear, transparent mineral or glass resembling ice. Though, of course, I thought, well, a lot of crystals are of, are of very different colors, and um, so I thought, well, that's sort of limiting. And then the second uh, description is the transparent form of crystallized quartz, which is true. But again, a crystal can be of many different kinds. And of course, the third one is chemistry and mineral- mineralogy, a solid body having a characteristic internal structure and enclosed by symmetrically arranged pla- plane surfaces intersecting at definite and characteristic angles. That was a lot to think about. Although I know that physically that is quite true. Um, and as a geologist's daughter, I do appreciate the scientific definition of crystals. But as a mystic, I also appreciate the mystical characteristics and uses of crystals. I consider them as a living entity in a certain static manner that retains memory, energy, vibrations, and have specific purposes. Now, I should tell you that I'm sitting in a space that is, I'm surrounded by crystals, from large, clear Lemurian crystals to uh, ruby to little clusters to green to red to blue to orange, um, all sorts of colors and all sorts of crystals, and I am surrounded by them, actually, because I collect them. Um, What do we use crystals for? Well, we use them to focus And by the way, when I first wrote these notes for uh, this uh, episode, when I said the word focus, that word synced. And of course, if you remember from earlier episode, uh, a sync word is a word that's being given emphasis to by spirit. So we're supposed to check, really focus on that word. And um, that word focused, I saw that, uh, I wrote the word, and I also heard it on the television or radio, wherever, whatever I was listening to. And so we can use the word focus and know that spirit's saying, yes, that is a primary reason for working with crystals. It's also, crystals can also be used for healing, for meditation, and for assistance in setting and sending intent. Let me say that again, in setting and sending intent. Crystals, like the Lemurian crystal I'm looking at right now, specifically holds memories from long ago. Um, Other crystals, from agate to zoocyte, Each has individuals and unique properties and vibrational patterns that can be used for healing and intent. And they can be shaped as points or orbs, 
eggs clustered, they can be polished, or they can be raw. And they all have their uses, and they all have reasons for using different uh, shapes and different colors. I recommend a first crystal be a clear quartz crystal. And I like it to be, I like the first crystal that somebody has to be a crystal point. And it can either be single terminated, i.e. one point, or double point terminated and have two points. But I like to have a clear quartz crystal point. It's, a, to me, a general purpose crystal, and I can use it just about for anything. Um, I use that clear quartz crystal as my main working crystal, the one I hold for protection and that I focus on when I am doing my work, whether I'm doing a reading um, or a healing or, or any number of things um, or just sitting and meditating. I have the, I grab this crystal um, or sometimes I grab other crystals, but for most of my work, for my readings, I have one quartz crystal point that I use all the time and which I carry with me all the time. I also wear a pendant that has a quartz crystal with a um, a uh, mo- a rainbow moonstone on it. So I'm able, uh, those two uh, vibrations work together to support my work, as does the green appetite that I also have on the same pendant. So I use different different crystals in different combinations to support me in my work. When I write, for example, I often light a candle in a selenite candle holder. And I keep a large selenite crystal close by, which I rest my my hand on uh, when I find myself in moments of, of deep thought about what I'm about to write or when I'm looking for inspiration from spirit. Um, I also use a lapis lazuli for the same purpose. Uh, you You will, over time, find crystals that resonate in such a way with you that you are able to gain focus and input from the crystal in your work. So you will know which crystal to, to hold or to focus on when you are trying to do a certain task or, or perform a certain healing or, or whatever. You'll know what crystal, and we're going to go through this in the, in the coming weeks, what crystal you need for specific healings. For example, if you're healing the chakras, you'll want to focus on the different colors, the different vibrations of those of those colors that correspond to the different chakras. We'll get to that, don't worry. Uh, crystals help with meditation. By focusing on one or holding one, it, it helps to deepen your meditation. Um, I have an array of crystals on my altar, uh, which is my sacred space. Um, and, and I look at that and I, and I focus on excuse me, the different meanings, the different vibrations, the different uh, purposes that the crystals have. And so if I'm doing a single meditation, I will just focus on mostly my, my quartz, clear quartz crystal. Um, it deepens the meditation, I think. Now, crystals can be used for healing, for peace, for setting personal intent, for sending out intent into the world. And we're going to be going over all these uses in the coming weeks Um, As we go along, you'll find that my relationship to crystals is very strong, and I feel that everybody can gain from um, interacting with them, from having them in their environment, and from using them. Um, It dawns on me now, you can use them not just as physical objects um, that are interacting with you, that are are a vibrant, uh, have an vibrant, inherent energy within them that can interact with us and impart to us um, energy and knowledge. Um, but you can also use them in terms of some of them you can put in water and create elixirs for healing. 
Um, and um, you can use them, as I said before, in grids. There's many different ways to use crystals. Do not let others touch your crystals because once you and the crystal connect, you do not want the vibrations of others to interfere with your connection. On the other hand, I have crystals I use for healing work where I place them on a person's body and and, uh, and are doing healings. Um, and after using them, I cleanse them so that they are ready for the next client. I have a spray that I use uh, that I that has certain properties that will cleanse them. I can run uh, anyone that won't dissolve underwater. I can run under cold water. Um, I can also set them out in moonlight. Uh, during the full moon, we take the crystals and we put them in the windowsill and we let the full moon light uh, cleanse the crystals. Now, here is a warning, and I say that sort of tongue-in-cheek. Collecting crystals is a great deal of fun, and I have visited many, many shops and gem and mineral shows seeking out new stones for my collection. This can become a delightful and rewarding pursuit, but crystals can begin to take over your living space. Um, I know people who have large crystals and beautiful structures known as cathedrals that are tall with encrusted inner surfaces, uh, crystals just strewn over every flat surface. Um, I have different crystals on different uh, sections of my apartment, for example, that do certain work for me. I have crystals by my be- on my bedstand that um, help in sl- my sleep um, and uh, help to focus my dreams. Uh, collecting crystals can be delightful and a very satisfying pursuit, and over time you may come to view many of the crystals that you collect as spirit-based friends. Now, here is an exercise for this week. Um, please visit your closest metaphysical shop. Uh, a clear, you can get a clear one. I, I really, really strongly think that you should find yourself a clear uh, crystal uh, as your primary crystal to work with at this time. And look around the shop and see if there are any others, any colors, any shapes that resonate with you when you pick them up. Um, or even when you just see them, you might look at a stone from across the room and know that that stone is reaching out to you, that you really want. I know this sounds really weird, um, but this is really how it works. A stone will also say, uh, excuse me, I am supposed to be working with you, so do pick me up and take me with you. Um, try to get a few that you can begin working with when you do this first introductory visit to a shop. If they be, can be clean, cleansed under wa- running water, please do so. Um, but make sure that they're, they're not crystals that might dissolve in water. So you want to make sure that you can run them under cool water. And please do this to remove the vibrations of others who may have held them before you did. They may have visited the shop and picked up the stone and held it and seen if it worked with them. And it didn't because the stone was waiting for you. Um, so you need to cleanse them. Then sit in front of your sacred space if you've set one up or a quiet place where you live. Light a candle. Everything seems to start with light a candle, doesn't it? Well, it protects us. Um, hold each crystal in your hand and close your eyes and feel the vibrations of the crystal or at least feel the dimensions in your hand, the dimensions of the crystal in your hand and how it feels to you. As you do this, your energies and the crystal's energies will mingle and your, your crystal will then be programmed for your use. Do this with each crystal you purchased. Next week, please join me for episode 18 when we will look at crystal grids, how to set them up and how we use them. As we continue, 
our mystic journey. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mystic Musings. Please join me every week to continue our exploration of all things mystical that can help you have a more practical and magical life. Please visit my website, tobyhewitt.com, for more information and to read my blog postings. And join me also at pathwaystomindfulness.org to learn how you can schedule a presentation. I'm available for mindfulness training, demonstrations of psychic abilities, and individual readings. I also have a number of books on mystical topics on Amazon.com. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions. Please contact me through tobyhewitt.com.